Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Royalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Stand to your feet, everybody, and let us pray. I want you to pray for yourself tonight. Ask the Holy Spirit to visit us. Ask the Holy Spirit to speak to us. Ask that you will indeed hear the voice of God. Because when you hear the voice of God, that's what will bring transformation into your life. So I want you to pray for a second and say, Lord, speak to me. Holy Spirit, speak to me. Lift up your voice and just and just pray, pray, pray wherever you are. Pray, 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 pray. Holy Spirit, speak to us. Speak to everybody hearing represented. Speak to us. Holy Spirit, speak to me. I humble myself before you and say, speak to me. 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 Marco si palo sacadeva brando ripulo si palo la sicato si lito si coba deva brando bre brasco palelo santo lo bosque palala kimolo ba si tolilo bosque palo cadeva manto lico si pala brando lo bosque pando ask him to open your eyes so you can see Yes, Lord, speak to us. Speak to us, Lord. We bless you. Lift your hands. Light of the world. Light of the world. You step down into darkness. Open.
great king of all days. King of all days, also highly exalted, glorious in heaven above. Humbly you came, humbly you came to the earth you created. Oh, for love's sake, be careful. Let's sing it one more time. King of all days. Loudest amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Wow. How's everybody doing? All right. It's good to see you all. It's, it's Tuesday night again. And once again, it's your regular host, Reverend Daniel, speaking to you. I want to believe that God will reach us. Amen. Say a nicer amen. amen. 
good. Um, today I'm blessed to have a very good friend of ours visiting us from Johannesburg. Um, she's maybe give them a wave. This is Nana, all the way from Jobek. I have heard many people. I've heard on TV, on in preaching, the news. Cambridge University. How many of you have heard it before? This is the first real person I know who went to Cambridge University. Yeah, real human being. Yeah, real human being. Today, listen, 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 don't rush. Today, she was explaining to us why she didn't go to Oxford. She said that because her mother went to Oxford. Okay. Now, she said that all her life, she had been living in Oxford, like the university, and gone to school there. So, it's like when it was time to go to university, it was her chance to go away from home. So, she decided not to go to Oxford, but to go to Cambridge. <laughs> May your children be like that. Yeah. Only presidents and prime ministers go to these schools. So, please, when you are president, remember that I'm your friend. <laughs> wow, but she's a fantastic person. She was very good to us in our days in Johannesburg, and she still is. And I'm glad you came to visit. Well, put your hands together one more time. Please. Good. Let's get straight to the word. We've been We've been talking about seven evil spirits that the devil fights the church with. Amen. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So the thing that is trying to suppress, oppress, oppose the church is the gates of hell. And this is how the gates of hell fight against the church and we share the first evil spirit which is the spirit of disloyalty amen and last week we looked at how to deal with it and we said for us as a church to overcome disloyalty and to fortify ourselves we must create a culture of belonging or a culture of allegiance such that the church is watertight, airtight. Hallelujah. So that when anybody, any disloyal element tries to spring up in the church, we, we fight it by the culture of the church. Amen. And we saw what we call the north wind. I hope you have been rehearsing your north wind face. I mean, if you are serious, even this week, I'm sure you would have gotten an opportunity to use your north wind fist. Use the north wind fist to drive away a backbiting tank. Somebody say amen. amen. Yeah, you, when you make the face. And of course, there are some people who already have a natural north wind fist. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That one is a bonus. Yes. Okay. Good. So today I want to look at the second evil spirit. Hallelujah. And this second evil spirit is called 
accusation. All the demons are sitting here, evil spirits. They are all on top. You can you can even stop them. But they are all standing there. They are in a queue. Yeah, you can't get it wrong. Accusation. Amen. Revelations. We are reading from Revelations. Revelations, I think, chapter 12, verse number 10. The Bible tells us that. And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now it's come salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God and in the power of his Christ. For the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accuses before our God day and night. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that there's a guy, he's called the accuser of the brethren. And what he does is that he's a professional. That's his profession. What he does is that he accuses us before our God day and night. Hallelujah. But when they, when they cast him, it's after this scripture, they say, and they over, before this scripture, that's where they say, they overcame me by the word of the, by the word, they are word of the, the blood of the lamb, the word of the, when they overcame him, then they cast him out. Bible says, as soon as they cast him out, salvation came, strength came, power came. The kingdom of our God also came. So it tells you that the presence of the accuser or accusers have a way of taking away the strength of the church. It takes away salvation from the church. It takes away power from the church. Hallelujah. Even we can stop here and go home. Already you can see that it's a very demonic spirit. Something that when it comes into the church, it weakens the church. It takes away strength. If you are the pastor, it takes away your strength. The accuser or accusations is a demonic thing. It's Satan and it's, it's directed at fighting against the church and the people doing the work of God in the church. Hallelujah. Now, if anybody were to tell you that you are an accuser, you will be offended and you will leave the church. So with experience, I no longer tell people as it is. I just show you signs. And when you see the sign, you correct yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to put a disclaimer before we start. Nobody here is is the accuser. Okay, if I get the chance and I share with you, let's echo this way. If I get the chance and I share with you, uh, I almost said there's an accuser this way, but. (laughs) If I get the chance and I share with you, employees of the accuser, you will notice that some people have been doing jobs. You are not the accuser, you are just an employee. Do you get it? (laughs) Let the church say amen. So I want to start by showing you maybe 12 types of accusations. Then when you see these 12 types, you see whether you have seen some before. All right? Are you ready? If you are ready, say let's go. First type of accusation. Accusation by direct allegation. Accusation by what? Direct allegation. It's a type of accusation. 
where the person looks at you and directly states a case against you. You are wicked, straight. Direct doesn't mean worse. You are bad. You are a fornicator. You are proud. You don't love me. You didn't love me all along. Straight and direct accusation. When you look at the parable of the talents, the guy who got one talent in Matthew 25, 24, he said that, for we know, for thou know that thou art a hard man. So he told the boss directly, you are a very hard man. Reaping where you have not stood, you have not sown, gathering where you have not strung. He told the guy directly, without mincing words. Direct accusation. I know you. I know you. Look, Mr. 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 Boss, I worked for a guy called Gas one day. This guy. Now, Gas, I, I went to do, we worked there. For, he gave us, I think, a two-week project. So, I went for the first day. Then the second day, I'd been invited to come and emcee somebody's wedding reception. So, I told him that, Seven days, I have one day off. I want the second day off. Now, he refused to give it to me. And I promised the person that I was coming to do their wedding. So I went anyway. When I came back, he said he had sacked me. I said, no problem. So I went home. And my friends continued to work for him. Two weeks straight. And even one of the days, 12-hour shift, two weeks, and... One of the days was that day in England where they changed the time. In England, when winter comes, so that darkness doesn't come quickly, they, they change the timing such that like 6 a.m. is now 7 a.m. So, yeah. You see, like winter, it gets dark early. Daylight what? Uh, this, she's British, okay, by the way. I didn't mention that one. <laughs> yeah, her name is Nana Francois with a French surname, British Ghanaian with a French surname. It's with, with living in South Africa. You don't know even how to put it. You say it's called what? Daylight Savings. Good. So, I don't even know what it means, but just listen to me. Believe me, I'm your pastor. So, if you are working on the day of the changeover, on a 12-hour shift, one person will work 13 hours and the other person will work 11 hours. And it is all counted. You work morning shift, I work night shift. So one of my friends, he worked 13 hours. Now, I met a guy and I was telling him that, look, I got a job with this guy and, and HSBC. And he sacked me. Do you see? And he asked, what's the name of the guy? I said, his name is Gas. And he told me, that guy is a wicked guy. He would not pay your friends. <laughs> so I went back and I told my two friends that, look, I hear that this is your Gas guy. <laughs> he would not pay you. 
So they said to me, because he has sacked you, that's why you are saying what you are saying. I said, I'm not saying that you know. This is what I heard. Look, two weeks finished. He extended the contract by another week. Three weeks, he didn't pay them. They were so heartbroken. But me that they sacked me on the first day. <laughs> I was I was moving coolly. <laughs> At least me, there was a reason why I shouldn't be paid. <laughs> but the guy told me, he told me in the underground trade, he would never pay them. And he, that's why his contracts are short, short, short. He will sack this group and not pay them. Then he will bring another set to come and finish the project. Yeah. Oh, but of course, his cap will get full. Because I'm sure they have cursed him about 9,967 times and some coins. So his, his, his cap will get full. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure by the time he's dying, he'll be wearing diapers. No, is that true? People will curse him. Yeah. Number two. I said it's a type of direct. Direct allegation. I have had people who have made direct allegations saying, you don't like me. You are playing the fool. I'm correcting you. You tell me that. You don't like me. It's a direct accusation. You don't like me. You are judging me. You tell me the way you are going, you will go to hell. I say, you are judging me. Direct, direct allegation. How many of you have said before you are judging me? You don't raise your hand. Just, I'm just, just answering your stomach. Just answering. Number two. Accusation by criticism. Accusation by what? Criticism. Criticism is a person's opinion. Of somebody's faults. Criticism is a person's opinion of somebody's faults. So it's your opinion. Tandeka, is that you? Usually you don't have hair. Now you have hair. Wow. God has been good. It's good to see you. I missed you. God is getting better. Brothers. Look straight. Look straight. Accusation by what? Criticism. So Numbers 12.1, Bible says that Miriam and Aaron, they speak against Moses because, his wa- because of his wife, for he had married an Ethiopian woman. They judged that Moses had made a mistake and their opinion of it, they spoke it, criticize his faults. Sometimes you have people in the church who criticize what is being done. And why did Rev say that uh, Melissa so sing? The Sazasu even know the song. No, I don't think she's not sung the song. Because the way she sang the song, I didn't think that she's going to sing it well. But when she sang it well, then I didn't think that it was finished. But then she didn't sing it well at the time that she sang it well. Then after she sang it well, then she sang it well. Then. So it's your opinion about 
my decision to let her sing. Meanwhile, when I asked you to sing, you sang your song, and I said, now sing your song, and you told me that you don't know your song. Do, do you understand what I have just said? You, you, you sang your song, then when I asked you to sing your song, you said you don't know your song. Are you still coming? Say, say the other one that you said, that Peter Piper, pick a peck of it. If hard, 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 hard. I'm going to ask you a question. Listen carefully now. Ask you a question. Peter Piper, pick the No, not that one. Hard, 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 hard. Paul, when John had, 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 had. So who had, had, had? It's like that one. Say the one about the butter, bitter, butter, butter, butter. Betty bought a bit of bitter butter, but the butter was too bitter. When she bought a bit of better butter to make the bitter butter better. It's wild, though. <laughs> can, can you repeat any of them? <laughs> all spar head was butter. That's all, butter. There was a butter. But she was trying to make the, the, the butter better. Okay. That's what it means. When you sang your song and I asked you to sing your song, you said you didn't know your song. Yeah. So like, what did you let do? You'll be sitting here, they'll be singing, you'll be clapping, you'll say, come and sign for me, please sign. Come and sing at my wedding. They'll say, I'm busy. Yeah. It's not how, that, isn't that how we started with Madeline? Today, we're happy. Don't be in a hurry to criticize things. When Bishop Larry was here, when he's preaching, he stands at one place. It doesn't move. This guy's legs are so long. He's moving up and down the place. Can't he stand at one place? Me, I'm feeling dizzy. You should just stand at one place. <laughs> sure that when Bishop Larry was here, he was standing at one place. He could preach and go to the back. I've seen him before. He could preach and play football. Football. The first day I came to the church, as he was preaching, Lungani went to bring a soccer ball and he started to play it all over the place. Me, I've moved just from here to here. Five meter and range. You say you are not getting a signal. <laughs> Number three, accusation by memory. Accusation by what? Memory, 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 memory. To memor is to speak undertone softly. So when you memor, it's like you don't intend for the person you it's a type of accusation oh, but we, we have never accused if when you criticize you have accused the person when you remember also you have accused the person uh, but um, at this time is that what we are going to do okay <laughs> so even your neighbor cannot hear what you are saying but you have said something <laughs> Miriam 
and Aaron, they murmured against Moses because he had married an Ethiopian woman. They murmured. Moses didn't hear it. He spoke softly. So when Miriam saw um, Aaron, he said, those are what our man has gone to choose. They said, all the nice girls in the church, it doesn't, it doesn't take any of them. So the black girl he has gone to the, as we are in the day of the yellow bone, look at what he has gone to choose. <laughs> at least, if he can't find a yellow bone, he should take a caramel like that. Like he has gone to take a dark and lovely. Moses didn't hear it, but God heard it. That's the day God decided, Miriam and Aaron, I'm finished with that. I'm going to destroy them. Yeah. I'm going to destroy them. So those of you sit at home, as you are watching television, they slap somebody on the television and say, ah, this is what they are going to do to Bishop Larry. God has heard it. Yeah, God has heard it. And I don't like that thing they were doing the other, even the way they spoke to me. When you speak in your house, you are memory because we can't hear you from your house. But the Bible says, don't speak evil about the king in your chamber because a bird will take it and it will fly and it will go and say, Mr. King, do you know what they are saying about you? Church is now quiet. Now I have your attention. <laughs> Number four. We are going to two of our time is so let's let's speed up. Number four. Accusation by being present. Job 1 6, Bible says there was a day where the sons of God gathered to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came along. God had called a meeting for sons of God. Then Satan comes around. His presence was an accusation. Sometimes there are places you are not supposed to be present. Your presence is an accusation. And why did you exclude me from this meeting? Why didn't you call? I'll be there anyway. Why did you say I can't come? The church is for all of us. I have come. <laughs> I have arrived. I've come. And why were they having a meeting yesterday and they didn't call me? Okay, look, as I've heard of the meeting, I have come. Meanwhile, they have, when God did the list for those, he said, sons of God. Satan, you are not a son of God. But, so God had to confront him. Oh boy, what, what are you doing here? And so, I was moving around, then I saw that people were coming. The door was open, so I also came inside. Yeah, I was in the neighborhood, so I came. By the time the meeting could end, he had made an allegation against God. Yeah. Sometimes you have a meeting, some people's presence for the meeting. Yeah, your presence for the meeting. Sometimes we do groups because we want to feed people, everybody, according to their level. In that, if you look on my phone, the groups on my phone, and I intentionally give them names so that you can't use the name to tell what it is about, but there are levels. I have a group on my phone called Let's Talk. I have a group on my phone called Tea Time. I have a group on my phone, different things. When you look at it, you say, hey, what is this? Butterflies. Yeah. But he, he, 
It's just to create classes or groups. Because I can call some people for a meeting. When they arrive, we don't give any prayer topic. We just start to pray. And everybody, yes, I had a meeting here on the holiday, Freedom Day. I was coming to give them a prayer topic, just a prayer topic, and then I'm, I'm done with them. I talk for five and a half hours. If I call you for that meeting, you'll be sitting here, you'll wee-wee on yourself. That's why I didn't call you, but you say, say, why didn't they call me? I've come. That was Satan's attitude. Number next one. Accusation by your absence. Accusation by your absence. Accusation by your what? Absence. Sometimes you are supposed to be at a meeting, you don't arrive. You are making an accusation. You didn't know. You are either saying the meeting is not important. Why did you call the meeting? So you are accusing the leader. You are surprised. I'm telling you. It's Tuesday night. I said it. Yeah. By your absence. You see, when David was overthrown by Absalom and then he was coming, when he came back, when he arrived, he looked at a guy called Mephibosheth and he asked him, why didn't you come with me? Because his not coming was a message. So why didn't you come? He asked him, why, why didn't you come? Sometimes there's a problem. This, I don't know. Father, we bring a stop to these Saturday night problems in the name of Jesus. Amen. This Saturday night, I was just preparing. I had arranged myself alphabetically, just ready to sleep. Then my phone rang. Somebody has an emergency. Then I look, I say, hey, this emergency, who can I call? Then I took my phone. I called one guy. I said, I immediately I called him. So I said, is your husband with you? I sent a message. Is your husband with you? I said, tell him I need him. Then he called me. I said, I need you now, now, now. Somebody has this problem. Find somewhere and put your wife and let's go. Now, the person came, we went. But if the person didn't come, I would have called somebody else. But it was a statement. Clear statement. I'm not saying if maybe you can't make it, because of that you are walking at... Jiga Joe trying to get to me at midnight. Somebody has stabbed you. That's not what I'm saying. Look, let's be serious. It's Tuesday night. But you can make it, but you won't make it. Yeah, because I would have called somebody else. I mean, by the grace of God, there will always be somebody. I could have called you, wouldn't you have come? Yeah, you try. But he asked Mephi. He said, Mephi, why is it that <laughs> when we were running away, you didn't come. Yeah. David asked him. In Mephi's case, Mephi was crippled. He couldn't run. He had a genuine. But Moses asked, um, David asked him, why didn't you come? He took note of it. Next one. Accusation by writing. By writing. Formal letter. Anytime they go on the toy toy, they write a formal letter. Yeah, sometimes they accuse you by sending you a WhatsApp message. Sometimes they accuse you on Facebook. 
or WhatsApp. They are put there. Nobody likes me. Meanwhile, they are talking to one particular person. One thing you did that I called you to the office to straighten you up. So you have written on your status. Nobody likes me. I'm going to the garden to eat worms. Big ones, small ones, fat ones, skinny ones. But I'm going to the garden to eat worms. You have made it to your status. It's like it's a message to me, but you can't say it to me, so you have put it on Facebook. Just in case I read it, I should see it for myself. Of course, when I see it, then I'll like it. (laughs) I'll even love it, you see. They'll say... Reverend Daniel reacted to your status. Uh, Ezra 4, 6, the Bible says, In the reign of Ahasuerus, in the beginning of the reign, wrote they they an accusation against the inhabitants of Judah and Jerusalem. They wrote the accusation. Yeah. Wrote it on their Facebook walls. Wrote it by WhatsApp. Wrote it. SMS it. Yeah. Charlie. Sure. Write it. You are horrible, horrible, horrible. Any of you wants to see the horrible? I have the original. I can forward it to you. If you are here, you want to see, just call me. I'll forward it to you. It's in writing. You are horrible, horrible, horrible. Three times with exclamations. Yeah. You write the accusation. Hmm. Do you want to go to the next one? Next one. We are going to 12. We are at six. This is number seven. Suggestions and insinuations. Suggestions and insinuations. How many of you can already see the accusations and evil spirit? Suggestions and insinuations. What is an insinuation? An insinuation is a, an indirect suggestion. Don't you think if the preaching is shorter, it will be better? I mean, we have not talked about blessings for some time. Can we survive 12 weeks? Meanwhile, <laughs> uh, you have the reality you want to say. Is every Tuesday going to be like this throughout the winter? It's to keep us warm. When the woman with the alabaster box went to pour the oil at Jesus' feet, Judas had something to say. But Judas disguised his accusation in a way like an economic statement. He said, oh, why are we wasting the oil? We could have sold it to use it for something else. Do you see? So it sounds very... Oh, he's thinking about the ministry. You know, he's thinking about the church. Let's save some money. 
But really, what he was trying to tell Jesus was that you don't deserve the honor that is being done to you. Yeah, you don't deserve it. Now we having a 40th birthday celebration. Couldn't we have had a, a small chops in the church? Wouldn't it have been cheaper? But they won't say it like that. So say, oh, it would have been cheaper if we did small chops. Do, do, do you see? Oh, it would have been cheaper. I mean, Leah, don't you? It would have been cheaper if we are But it doesn't matter. It's all good because we're all trying to do a celebration. And if we want to spend even that much, maybe we should have gone to Golden Horse. It's near, no transport, anything. Yeah. Nevertheless, I'm glad you pulled it off. How many of you can already see that the chances that we will be caught in is very great? Next one. Sarcasm. Accusation by sarcasm. Sarcasm. Sarcastic remarks. Sarcasm. Sarcasm. Yeah, it's better that way. Sarcasm. Tell your neighbor sarcasm. I, I had a guy in my class, his name was Saka. The guy is so sarcastic, you can't even understand. So we gave him a name. Einstein, it's good to see you. Saka. Yeah. Saka. Gehazi, he went to speak to Neymar after Neymar had been healed and the prophet asked Neymar to go and said, no charge. Then he chased Neymar and he said, no, my boss has changed. He said, pay me this. So Bible says, and Neymar saw the greed in Gehazi's eyes and he said to him, be content, take two. He asked for one. But when Neymar saw that, this guy, his boss has not sent, he's just greedy. So he said to him, be content, take two. I mean, it, it, it wasn't that Neymar was being kind, though. He just saw that the guy is greedy. So, so, so to be sarcastic is to make a remark which is seemingly the opposite of what you want to say. Do you get it? So you see the girl, she's looking like a witch who has been beaten by Renee. You say, oh, you are looking beautiful, eh? <laughs> you see her, you say, hey, Miss South Africa, eh? <laughs> Meanwhile, she's so far from even Miss Jigajo. Meanwhile, it's a Miss South Africa. <laughs> the best she can have is Miss Jiga. So sometimes, some of us, we use sarcasm to say the things we want to say. Yeah. Yeah. We use sarcasm to say what we want to say. Eh, mm. Joel, thank you. you know, what you are, you are trying to say, that may God punish you. Thank you. Thank sharp, ne? Sharp. 
Sure. 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 Meanwhile, what you are trying to say is that when I catch you outside, you will see. God bless you. You are blessed. (laughs) You took my phone and you didn't bring it. You are blessed. You are great. (laughs) I think that's my favorite one. When you do that, I say, you are great. You are very great. (laughs) Your greatness is great. Next one. Accusation by silence. 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 Didn't say anything. Silence. Sometimes your silence is an accusation. When I drive around people, we chat, we are talking, I say that, what do you think? Sometimes you have some of them, they are as quiet as dead people. So, so I, 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 I call your name, Moses. What do you think? So, oh, it's great. I said, what is great? Explain your greatness. So, you know, the way you are saying the thing is powerful. I said, expand your answer. Ah, you, you want to know my opinion. You don't want us to know your opinion. But you, you will talk. Yeah, 45 minutes. You have to say something. You can't be quiet from here to Deban. Well, why? Are you dead? Oh. Next one. How many have I given you? Nine. Eh? So three more. Continuous droppings. Continuous dropping. Bible says a continuous dropping on a rainy day and a contentious woman are alike. A continuous dropping on a rainy day and a contentious woman are alike. The next one is accusation by a contentious woman. So they are all in the same WhatsApp group. It's like constantly complaining. Some of you never finish your complaints. Recently, a lady asked me, he said, you don't advise me anymore. I said, really? But usually, people just ask things to sound nice. So I decided I won't answer. I just said, really? But then she pushed. I said, okay, if you have pushed, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Since you are forcing, let me tell you. One, I said two things. Number one, the first advice I gave you that advice is the solution to all your problems. You have not done it. Do you get it? So anything else you are complaining about, the answer is question one's answer. So there's no need to add more. That's number one. And number two, before we can give you one advice, I have to argue with you for a long time as though I am the problem. I mean, you're having a problem with your landlord. I have to argue with you for about an hour and lose appetite for the food that I, my wife has made for me to eat because I'm arguing with you. Then your landlord, I'm saying to myself, when you pay the rent, some doesn't come to me. Why am I the one taking the argument? So, so that I don't have to waste energy. When you say, I say, okay, it's powerful. It's great. God loves you. 
so do I. Finish, sure. But it's easy to type, okay, just K and you are going for it. Sometimes when you don't know what to say, you just put three dots, pa, 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 and you leave it. Just go for it. Because one issue is argument, and what about this, and what about this, and that side. Am I the devil? <laughs> but Rev, whatever. I say, hey, why? So I said, this is the reason why. So I also decided that one word advice is also very good. Because you do what you want to do anyway. You just want to waste pastoral time. Contentious, never ending. And so, is that all you are saying? So, have you finished talking? And so, you didn't say anything. Oh, is it finished? You mind me. You are not talking to me. Is that the end? Are you asleep? Are you snoring already? You are sleeping before me. <laughs> Sometimes wives are like that. Have you ended a comment? My wife and I, when we, it's time to sleep, me, when I decide that I'm sleeping, that's all. <laughs> it's like we are here. We are all chatting and everything. But as we are chatting, when I decide that, I'm sleeping. <laughs> That's all. I don't know what else to do. I just press off. And I've started to sleep. Now, my wife will struggle, struggle before she sleeps. So sometimes when I sit there, she will wake me. Ah, have you slept already? be doing because whatever we are talking about we are finished the next thing we have turned off the lights the next thing to do is to so when I close my phone and I put it down the next thing to do is to sleep I just press shut down (laughs) I start my sleep my wife can wake me just when the sleep is about to join the entry I've gone through Scottsville, past the university. I'm joining the entry. Then she'll wake me up. Oh, have you stepped and left me? (laughs) I'm like, ah. Madam, I thought we said we were sleeping. (laughs) We have said our good night. I've told you I love you. As I'm sleepy, I still love you. By the time I wake up, I still love you. Why are you waking me again? But some wives are like that. They won't leave one issue. Continue. And I want you to apologize. He says, I'm sorry. No, I want you to sit down and apologize. He sits down. I'm sorry. Then he puts the chair down. Then he comes and say it like you mean it. Yeah. 
I am, I am very sorry. No, say it from your heart. Then after everything, she says, say it in Zulu. Oh! Meanwhile, he's French. He doesn't speak Zulu. Before we even come to, because she has to now accept the story. Before we come to, what are you sorry about? Which of the things are you sorry about? Is it last Friday's one or last Tuesday's one? Constant dropping. And look, ladies, men don't like that. We are not built like that to be hearing our faults again, 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 again. Pastor, I want him to feel it so that he can understand that what he did. No, no, no. Look, men, we want shock and awe once. Finish. When we finish, it's finished. That's all. Then we just continue. Let's go for it. But t- 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 every day, by the time, if the, f- the problem was about food, I mean, your food you thought was nice, but he said it's not nice by mistake. Maybe he had not brushed his teeth, so his tongue was not tasting nice. But then when he said, then the visitor, who has not, doesn't know good food, came to eat the food. He said, oh, the food is very nice. Said, you see? He said, okay. I'm sorry. So every day when they make, uh, is it nice? Is it nice? And as it's not nice, but you are still eating it. Every day, you have to say sorry for that event. One year. Last one, last one, last one. I've given you, continuous dropping. Bible says, Contentious woman, Proverbs 21, 19, Proverbs 21, 9. It says it's better to stay on top of a roof than to be with a broad woman. Or it's better to be in the wilderness than to stay with a contentious woman. Always argue. Some of you ladies argue too much. Use your mouth to pray, not argue. I say use your mouth to pray, not argue. You, then they'll call you your name that your mother used to call when you were a little boy. What did your mother call you when you were a little boy? Polo. Listen, Polo. I put it to hey. you. Why have you turned your head? Turn your head this way again. Hey. Why did you drink my juice? I put my juice at this place. Why have you? Wake up at 3 a.m. Let's address this juice. Let's address the mystery of the juice. Remember you bought this from me? Yeah, from England. God bless you. Just remembered. Wow. God bless you. It's your juice. <laughs> yeah. Let's sort out this juice issue. <laughs> we can't wake up in the morning with this juice issue. Why? Ladies. Relax, okay, relax. We like peace. You see, one day, everywhere we live, my wife and I, I prefer to lie at a particular place. So when I enter the room, I size up the room, and I say, I prefer to lie at this side of the bed. So I choose my side, I arrange my things. 
the shortest in front, tallest at the back, everything in my side. Your side, you can do anything you like there. My side is also my side. Sometimes, by the time I come, it's like I'm lying here. I just wake up and go to the living room. From my bed to the living room, it's not far. Sometimes I just go and spy my children and I come. By the time I come, my wife has moved to come and lie at that place. Me, I don't like any trouble. I just come and lie at that place. You can't lie there forever. Just so one day, I think I went either to the bathroom or something. My wife had moved to my side. I came to my wife. My wife said, hey, you like piso. <laughs> why should we fight over nothing? Over where, why when I lie here, won't I fall asleep? I'll fall asleep. Why should we have a beast? Over, why are you lying at my place? Roll over to your place. Lie down like a fish. Roll like a bo- No, no, no. You can lie on the whole bed. It's not a problem. I'll find somewhere to lie. Simple. Simple. Look, we like peace. So, sisters, learn to like peace also. Okay, learn to like peace. Final one. I close with this one. Accusation by redescribing of the facts or by redescription. Accusation by redescription. Accusation by what? Redescription. Redescription. Yeah. Redescription. Jesus said, I will put, he said, pull down this temple which was built by hands. And I will raise it up again in three days. One that was not built with hands. That's why they killed him. They went to accuse him. He said he's going to break down the temple. No, they didn't add you build. They said he said he's going to destroy the temple. Kill the destroyer. That's what they that's what they accuse him. He said he's going to break. Meanwhile, he said, pull this temple down. You pull it down. And I will raise it up after three days. He said, he said he'll break the temple. Sometimes people can re-describe events. You become afraid. Eh? No, please, this is not how it happened. This is how it happened. Because when I first came, when we got to the place, then the man at the door said, hey, who are you? Then we said, yes, yes, I am you. Then he said, okay, yes, what do you want? Then I said, I want what? So when I said, I want what? Then he said that I should go and come back later. Then I said, look, I can't go and come back later. I have to take it now. Then he said, that, okay, you can't take it now because now it's not here. Then he said that, that by the time they think the whole story is different. Whole story is different. But when we went, Rev was there. And when Rev was there, then he said that he doesn't like these things at all. Let me even give you a true story. Let me not even give you an imaginary story. One day, some it was somebody's birthday. I don't even know whose birthday it was. Then they had cake. So when they had the cake, I we were chatting outside, so they, gave, they came to give me a piece of the cake. The cake was very nice. I ate the cake. Then they brought, brought a second portion for my wife. 
But because the cake was very nice and my wife wasn't around, since the two shall become one, the two cakes became one. And I consumed the second portion. So when I realized that I was going to get into trouble over the cake, I sent to the cake commission that I begged them they should give me another piece. So that by the time my wife comes, her piece is here. Then they, they sent to come and tell me that the cake is finished. Then I said, the cake is not. In fact, when the person came, it's even possible that the person who brought the news redescribed the truth. Now that I'm thinking, because the person said, they said, the cake is finished. You had the last piece. So then I said, no, it can't be that I had the last piece because every cake, the last piece is the corner piece. I had an inner piece <laughs> or the Holy, the Holy Spirit inner piece. <laughs> the, the cake I had, it had no icing on the right. No icing on the left, only from the side to the top. So it can't be that I had the final piece. Then I said, I know what I'm talking about. I have cake in my house. We have eaten the cake, but the corner piece is still there. So the cake is not finished. Go and tell them that I said the cake is not finished. Then the person went, got there and said, you guys... Rev is really bored with you. Look, I'm that. I, 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 90% of the time when I'm bored, you can't tell. Yeah. I mean, you can ask my wife. I'm always smiling. But I'm bored more than anybody can be. So I'll just be smiling. Wow, wow, it's good. So, so, if you, so, so for the person to even say that I'm bored, I was even surprised. He said, Rev is very bored with all of you. All of you, all of you. Yeah. Direct accusation. He said that he can get his own cake. He has cake at home. He's not happy with you at all. Meanwhile, the people who were doing the cake, they were also just joking with me that the cake is finished. Leah, do you get the picture? So they, they just sent to say, oh, the cake is, they, they're just pulling. They, know, they knew that they were actually preparing the cake because they had heard the story that I've eaten my wife's cake. I'm going to be in trouble. So they were just pulling my legs. This girl went, told them, Rev said he's angry. He doesn't want any cake anymore. He can buy his own cake. By the time I could say Jack Robinson, the whole thing had become a beast. So me, I was standing my somewhere, laughing, joking, telling, like Leah was saying, you say, oh, we are saying goodbye. We talk for two hours. That type of goodbye. So we're still saying goodbye. After about an hour, people had left and gone home. Only for me to hear that I've caused a problem with the cake. So I said, oh, what is the problem? I think this is the girl who came to tell me that. This is the, I'd even forgotten that there was a cake. My wife had come. We had made peace about the cake business. I said, no, if you, what she doesn't know will not kill her. Once you don't tell her that there has been a missing cake, I will be fine. Then this girl comes and she says, I said, oh, me? When? How? So, this 
I said, where is Tyra? I said, go to her house. Go and take her, put in her pajamas, put her in the car, bring her back. I said, who, who I mentioned who was there? This girl was there, this guy was there. I said, go and bring everybody who was here. Whether they are in their bed, bring them from the bed at that night. Let's sort out this case now. That is when I saw that when a girl goes to sleep, don't wake her and bring her back because you can easily be frightened. Yeah. Because what you see in church now is not their real faces. It's like the girl had re-described events in such a way. And some of these people who do re-description are very smart. They know that if I can drop some hints of truths, like laws of accusation, make sure that there's some truth in it. It's just, Satan came to accuse God to Eve. He put some truth in it. God said you shouldn't eat it, right? Yeah, but God knows that if you eat it, your eyes will open. And it's true, your eyes will open. But your eyes being opening, your eyes opening, or your eyes being open, doesn't mean that it's a good thing. The opening of your eye will reveal, will expose us to a totally different... The opening of your eye will now turn you into somebody who knows good and evil. And that's what God doesn't want you to know. Good and evil. God just wants you to know God. That's all. There was nothing evil. It's like before they ate their fruit, all they knew was God. So there was no evil in them. But Satan said, your eyes will open. And Bible says, when she ate it, her eyes were open. But it was open to what? Good and evil. So every, from that day, every day, we have to make a choice. Every day. First, we didn't have any choice. We just God, God, God. Everything we do. You can even slap your brother. It's not wrong. Are you, are you getting that thing? Anything you do, there's no problem. It's just God. But Satan said... Your eyes open now, your eyes open now. You see, hey, good, evil. So, hey, naked is not good. Let's cover it. Brothers, how many of you see that until then, the world would have been very nice? Very nice. I mean, I mean, very nice. Yeah, I mean, very nice. Church of God. When you have the opportunity to say something, say exactly what happened. Don't add gestures. Don't add dots. Because even when you are talking, they were teaching me a certain word, a certain phrase. They say, if you say it in a certain tone, it means something else. If you say it, the same phrase. But if you, what's the, what were you teaching me? Angazi or something like that. Was it it? Andizwa. And Gizwa. And Gizwa. And Giz. No, say it, say it so that they, they, they understand because I don't know the difference. Say it in Zulu. Say it loudly. And Gizwa. It means what? And how do you say uh, What's the other one? I don't understand what you're saying. How do you say it? Aha, you get it. So the same thing you can say. He said, And Gizwa, which means I can't hear what you are saying. Ne? Or come again, then you can go. When he said it, Rev said, Angizwa. 
Which means, I don't like what you are saying. Yeah. You have redescribed the thing and changed it. Look, in the church, Satan employs church members and uses them to cause accusation. And the effect of the accusation, put the first scripture there, 1210, Revelation 1210. It takes away the strength of the church. The power of the church. Salvation, it takes the kingdom of God away. How do you deal with an accuser? Cast him out. You cast him out. You just cast him out. That's all. You are not kinder than God. Look at it, it says, why, was, why did they have all the power and everything? For the accuser of the brethren is cast down. Don't be laughing with, he has accusers and then you are laughing. <laughs> but pastor, what he was saying is true. We all know that is true. All of us know that is true. All of us know. We all know that monkey likes banana. We don't go around accusing monkey that monkey, why do you like banana? Then you also say, eh, that is so, no, that's an, the devil has employed the person. All the things Satan goes to God to accuse us of, usually they are true. Usually you did it. He's just highlighting it and showing it to God. Yeah, he's just highlighting it and showing it. So Bible says, you cast him down, you shut the person up. Shut up. You can say it like a Nigerian, shut up your mouth. Shut up your mouth. Tell your neighbor, shut up your mouth. I said, tell your neighbor that, well, shut up your mouth. From today, when you see an accuser in the house, you tell the accuser what? Shut up your mouth. Shut up your mouth. Yeah. Eh, but you said now, you said now that the service will close at half past eight, but now you close at, shut up your mouth. That is how you deal with And you see, even the girl who was singing, she forgot it. Shut up your mouth. You, when we ask you to sing, can you sing? You don't even know your own song. Shut up your mouth. I said, do what? Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer, please. Lift your hands to Jesus. Just pray for yourself for a second. Because sometimes the devil comes. You see, the Bible says in Genesis 3.1 that now the serpent was more crafty than anything that the Lord has made. So when it comes to smartness, Satan is very smart. And when we don't take our time, you see Satan just uses subtlety to get us into things that we don't want to do. I want you to pray today for wisdom to be able to see through when Satan is up to something evil. When Satan, we are, as a church, we are immunizing ourselves against the attacks of the devil. Pray for yourself right now, wherever you are. Say, Lord, give me wisdom. Wisdom to see. Wisdom to see when the devil is trying to use me. Wisdom to see. Wisdom to see. When he comes in his subtlety. When he comes in his tricks. When he comes with his ways. Allow me to see. Help me to see. Help me to see. Help me to see. Help me to see through, Lord. Help me to see through. Help me to see, Lord. Help me to see. Help me. Help everyone under the sound of my voice. Help us to see. We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you glory. 
Lord, I speak the spirit of wisdom into this congregation. Help us to see when the devil is moving subtly in our lives, in our church. Help us to see and to overcome. Open our eyes. Open the eyes of our understanding that we will see him and see his tricks. We praise you. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. amen. Say a better amen. amen. You have been delivered from Satan's attacks. Amen. Hallelujah. We believe you have been blessed by this life transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call. 078 038 2166. God richly bless you.